Welcome to the Total Dream Podcast with me, your host, Thomas Dickert. Today, we're talking about the health benefits of fasting. All right, welcome to today's podcast. First, some news and notes. What I'm reading. I just finished reading Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday. I've been reading a couple of Ryan Holiday's books lately, and I really like them a lot. Uh, he essentially is a aggregator of Stoic philosophy, and he writes books where he uses examples throughout history of people that display the different things that he's talking about. So different concepts, different ideas. So Stillness is the Key is all about having inner stillness, uh, ways to attain that, you know, meditation, headspace, all things that we love here on the Total Dream Podcast. And then I just started reading The Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene, which is another book that uses examples throughout history to illustrate points. Uh, I'm really into that type of book, so I tend to read them a lot. Uh, If either of those sound interesting to you, uh, check them out. I'm sure at some point I will do more of a podcast where I talk about them. So now let's get to today's episode. All right, today we are talking about fasting. So what is fasting? Fasting is essentially limiting uh, your intake of something. For the majority of this podcast, what we're going to be talking about is limiting your intake of food uh, and the health benefits of that. But you can fast from anything. You can fast from sex. You can fast from coffee. You can fast from technology. Uh, But we'll talk more about that later. So there's different types of fasting. You could do a one-day fast. You can do multi-day fasts. You can do intermittent fasting, which is daily fasting for part of the day where you're only eating in a certain window. Um, You can do fasts where you don't take anything into your body. You can do fasts where you only take water. Um, Sometimes I'll fast where I only have water and coffee and maybe a little bit of supplements to help my body while I'm fasting. You can really tweak this and turn this and do it any way you want to really get the benefits that work best for you. Some people uh, can only go so long without food. Some people have dietary restrictions or you know, uh, health conditions. Some people could be pregnant. Some people could be uh, just not feeling well. There's a million different things going on. So one important thing, and I'm sure I'll touch on this again, but when it comes to fasting is it's really important to listen to your body. Uh, and to practice over time, going longer and longer. You don't start off by doing a seven-day fast. You maybe start off by doing a 12-hour fast or a 24-hour fast and see how your body does. Uh, At the end of the day, we're very conditioned throughout our lives to eat, eat, eat. So interrupting that pattern can be stressful to our body. You've heard all about intermittent fasting. It's quite popular today. Many healthcare practitioners, many diet uh, influencers recommend it. So very simply put, intermittent fasting is doing a little bit of fasting on a consistent basis to hack your metabolism, to get your body to stay in ketosis. So what is ketosis? There's two fuels that your body can use for energy. It can use carbs or it can use fat. For most of us, it's using carbs. When you wake up in the morning, you have a donut, you have a croissant, you have oatmeal, whatever it is, most of us tend to have very carb-heavy foods. And so our body is very happy to burn carbs as energy. It's super easy for the body. It's fast. It's quick. It's effective. 
What happens if you wake up in the morning and you only eat fat and protein or you don't eat anything at all? Eventually, your body's going to switch into ketosis where it uses your fat cells as fuel. Now, this is also super effective. Um, it actually has a lot of benefits for our body and for our mind. It's a little more work for our body to get going. So if there's two options, if there's carbs and fat, it's always going to choose carbs because carbs is the easy one. Um, but fat is super sustainable and super healthy as well. We just need to tweak the system a bit to get into it. And the way we do that is by not having carbs. Um, so you can do that by completely eliminating carbs from your diet. Or you can do that by intermittent fasting and not having any food so that your body runs out of carbs. Uh, often I will tell people that the way I think about it is if you were going to use uh, material to build a fire, you could use newspaper or you could use wood. So for newspaper, it's very easy to light on fire. It burns very quickly. It burns very rapidly. The wood takes a little bit more energy to catch on fire, but once it catches on fire, the wood is a longer sustained burn. So you end up needing less logs of wood than you do newspapers to keep the fire going. So if we're using carbs, you have to continually throw carbs on the fire to get this energy. It burns quick. It burns fast. There's a lot of spikes, ups and downs, swings in your energy and that sort of thing. Whereas if you're burning fat, it's a nice slow burn, and that slow burn gives you a long-lasting, sustainable energy without the peaks and valleys. Um, so there's different types of intermittent fasting, and I'm basically going to talk about what we recommend in the office. Essentially, you can intermittent fast. Most people choose to do a window of the day. So maybe they're eating everything in six or eight hours of the day, and then the rest of the day, they're not eating anything. So what does that mean? If you're doing an eight-hour window of eating, that means you have 16 hours of not eating. So this is actually quite nice. Most of us spend six to eight hours sleeping. So when we're sleeping, we're not eating. So that works out well. So then the option is when do I do my fasting window? For most people, when they're starting intermittent fasting, the answer for that is, oh, I won't eat until lunchtime, meaning they go to bed at 10 o'clock, they wake up at 6, they don't eat until noon or 1 o'clock, there's their 16 hours of not eating. So that's kind of the easiest way to get into it, and it's the way a lot of people start. Ideally for our body, which again, I've said this on multiple podcasts, our body loves rhythms. So for our body's rhythm, it's not the most ideal to be eating later in the day. One of the things, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, when we're eating food, that's a big energetic draw on our body. So it takes a lot of energy and it keeps it from focusing on other things. So if you eat too close to bedtime, if you eat at 9, 10 o'clock and then try to go to bed at 10.30, your body's working on digesting the food. It's going to prevent you from getting into such a deep rhythm of sleep it's going to slow down how quickly you get into the different cycles of sleep, and it's going to negatively affect your sleep. So in a perfect situation, if you're having a time of the day that you're not going to be eating, it's really going to be in that window from you know mid-afternoon to when you go to bed. Uh, so what that means for us in the way that I currently practice intermittent fasting is that 
I will wake up, have a heavy protein and fat-based breakfast, have a big salad um, with protein fat for lunch, and then after maybe like a late afternoon snack, I'm not eating until the next morning. Uh, This takes a little bit more work. It takes a little bit more prep, but you really get a lot more benefits in your sleep cycle as well. Um, And you're still eating inside of that eight-hour window, so you're getting all of the intermittent fasting benefits. Again, this isn't for everyone, and you should really discuss intermittent fasting with your healthcare practitioner before you start a program, but that's how we're doing it these days. Um, Again, that gives you the benefits for the sleep. It gives you a lot of energy throughout the day. And I think what you find is after, you know, a few days of doing this, your body's really going to be functioning on a different energy level. So it can be a lot of fun. So there's other ways to intermittent fast. Some people will do, you know, a day of fasting and then two days of normal eating, or they'll do, you know, two days on, two days off. You can play with it, but the easiest way to get into fasting is kind of that eight hours of eating 16 hours of not eating window over time you can play with different uh lengths of fast you know so i know some people that will start off every month by doing a three-day fast and then they kind of do whatever the rest of the month some people like to fast on mondays and then do like an intermittent fasting um or a modified sort of schedule through the rest of the week you can really play around with it and figure out what works best for your body one thing that i like to recommend to people is that variety is key. Our bodies love variety. You know, just like we can't eat the same thing every day without developing deficiencies and we can't sit in the same position every day without developing aches and pains, our intermittent fasting should from time to time have a little bit of variety. You know, it doesn't need to be a cheat day where you're eating donuts all day, but you need to have some ups and downs, shake it up a bit here and there. So I like to kind of do periods of different things with like a general intermittent fasting guideline, but I'll mix in a daily fast here and there, or every couple months do a three day fast, you know, sometimes do just a water fast. Sometimes I'll do a fast where I'm having coffee and supplements and things like that. You can really switch it up uh, and play around because our bodies get bored if there's not a little bit of variety here and there. But overall, when you're starting out, you can be pretty regimented about it because uh, you have a lot uh, you have a lot to learn, you have a lot to experience, and your body has a lot to process to get used to it. So in the beginning, I'd start with the 816 window and really be regimented about it. And then once you get the hang of it, start playing around with different ways to fast and different lengths of fasting. So right off the bat, if you're not eating and you're not putting solid food into your body, it gives your digestive system a chance to rest. So historically, when we go back in time to our hunter-gatherer ancestors, what we see is that they would have periods of plenty, periods where they had lots of food, where they were eating constantly, where they were uh, feasting on a big kill, or maybe a certain fruit was in season, or something like that. So they would have periods of time where they were eating a lot, and then they would have lean times in between where they weren't eating so much. Um, you know, and both of these things are what our bodies are designed to do. So over millions and millions of years, our bodies learned that from time to time, we're going to have plenty and from time to time, we're going to have famine. 
So it's actually coded in our DNA to uh, thrive with periods of lack. Um, what we find in modern society, because we have three meals a day, and there's, for most of us, not food insecurity, um, that most of us aren't used to going more than a few hours with eating food. And actually, we have a lot of emotions, and we have a lot of stress responses tied to the consumption of food. Uh, but we'll get into that more. So it's a nice rest for your digestive system. Uh, while your body's resting, while it's not focusing on eating food, it takes the opportunity to clean out injured cells and tissue. So it takes a lot of energy for our body to digest food. So when we're doing that, that's the main thing that it's focusing on. It doesn't have time to clean out things that aren't 100% perfect. Uh, so those things can accumulate. But when we fast for you know a day or three days or more, our body gets an opportunity to go through and clean out some of the injured cells and tissues, and it actually absorbs them and eats them instead, and then replaces them with healthy new tissue. Uh, you can also reset your immune system cells this way. If you're able to do a three-day fast where you don't eat any food for three days, research has shown that that's a period of time that's actually long enough for our body to go and clean out injured cells and clean out injured T cells and other immune cells and replace them with fresh, healthy new ones. So one of the things that I did after I had COVID was I did a three-day fast because I just didn't feel right. You know, my body, I could tell it wasn't 100%, and I could tell that it, my immune system was struggling from having the infection. So after a three-day fast, I felt like a whole new person. Um, mental clarity and spiritual benefits are also well-known with fasting. For millennia, different religions have use fasting as part of a way to get connected deeper with themselves and deeper with a higher power. Even today, you know, uh, Muslims fast during Ramadan. There are several uh, Hebrew holidays where they fast. And it really can help you clear your headspace, reconnect who you are, um, with who you are, and uh, reestablish your sense with a higher power. I knew a old school chiropractor and anytime he had a big decision to make or he had something that he was working on or thinking about he would always end by saying and now I'm going to fast on this for three days or seven days while he thinks about it and he would just do that to connect deeper with himself and figure out what was going on so I think that's a really cool way um, and then another thing that is a benefit of fasting is it gives us an opportunity to reassess our relationship with food Many of us have complicated relationships with food from our mothers, our fathers, even our preachers and teachers over the years telling us, oh, you have to eat this much or you're insulting your grandmother if you don't finish your plate or there's kids starving in other parts of the world. And if you don't eat your food, you're doing something negative to them. And as small children, we very quickly ingrain that into our subconscious. And then when we grow up, we have complicated relationships with food. Um, by reassessing, by taking a pause and eating, you get to see some of the times that you are eating just because you're bored or eating because you're stressed or eating because you're unhappy or eating for a million other reasons. So taking that break is a nice moment of saying, whoa, maybe there's something else going on here. And then you can address that when it comes up. So like we mentioned before, there's a couple other ways you can fast. You can do non-food fasting, right? So you can fast from sex. You could fast from technology. Uh, you could do a fast from spending money on Amazon. You can do a fast from negative thinking. 
you can really use the concept of fasting to reassess your relationship with just about anything in your life. Um, how can chiropractic support you while you're fasting? This is a big one. So when we're not fasting, especially when we're first learning and first practicing fasting, uh, this can be a big stress on our body. It's also a great time for our body to detox and really work through some of the toxins and traumas that it's been storing. So one of the things that happens in our body that's pretty cool is when we encounter toxins in our environment, if our body can't handle them or there's too many that they can't process and eliminate the toxins, the body has a very smart solution. It takes the toxin and it sticks it inside of a fat cell. Your fat cells are avascular, meaning they don't have a, a big blood supply, which makes them the perfect place to store excess toxins. And when your body does that, they'll just sit there happily and they'll wait. Um, over time, this can get to a point where it's taxing on our body as well. One of the things that happens when we start to fast is our body switches from eating food to using our food stores. And our fat cells are essentially food and energy stores for our body to eat. So if the body goes to the fat cell to take the energy out of that, and inside there's a toxin, well, then the body has to process that toxin. So your body can have stress, your body can have tension, you can have tight muscles, trigger points, uh, headaches, mental fog, and all of these things can benefit from chiropractic care. So whenever I'm fasting, I make sure to get a lot of body work done, chiropractic, acupuncture, massage, whatever it is. It's really helpful to help your body process all of those toxins and tensions. So in conclusion, this has been kind of a general overview of fasting and some of the benefits. I think there's a lot more we can get into on this. If you have questions, I recommend you reach out to me on social media. You can find me on most platforms at Moby Dickert. Or you can go to my website, thomasdickert.com, where you can send me questions. Um, or you can come by the office. Uh, so I hope this helped. I hope this was interesting to you. If you have any questions, reach out to me. In the meantime, it always helps if you follow this podcast, like it, subscribe, share it with your friends, uh, and follow me on social media. I hope you enjoyed our episode about fasting. There's tons more here, so I'm sure we'll be back. Uh, like I said, if you're interested in trying fasting, start slow. Start with a day. Um, start with, you know, half a day. Maybe talk to your healthcare practitioner about intermittent fasting. See how you can work that into your life. We'll probably do a whole episode on intermittent fasting one day, so stay tuned for that. If you want some further reading on the topic, there's a great book by Dave Asprey called Fast This Way. He gets into the nitty-gritty. He talks about all things related to fasting uh, it's really a deep dive that's enjoyable. Um, so this week, I invite you to step out of your comfort zone, as always. Find a way to challenge yourself. Do some research on intermittent fasting. Maybe start with that. Um, and yeah, I have our quote of the week for you. And this comes from Ben Franklin. And he said, all the way back in the 1700s, the best of all medicine is resting and fasting. All right, I'll talk to you next week. Have a great day.